Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrabbilalamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa alihi wa sahbihi wa jama'in. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Guys, alaykum. how are you guys doing today? <laughs> wa alaykum wa salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum wa salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. What you laughing for? <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. So in today's episode, you know, it's going to be a little bit different. We're just going to be talking about, you know, what exactly got us started. It's going to be... On like, you know, how we wanted to start Dean Tour. Well, like what pushed us? A little wholesome episode, a trip down memory lane. Yeah, a little like personal because a lot of people, this is probably one of the most asked questions we get other than the fact of like, where are you from? Like we get like- (laughs) We're not Somalian. Yeah. (laughs) Why did you guys start Dean Tour? What made you start Dean Tour? Like why, where did you get this knowledge from? Like these types of things. And this is a question that like, these are questions that like we can- like formulate the answers to in this episode and we we uh, think that we, we can, can break do it that. down yeah and it's something that a lot of people they want to know like oh uh, how do i give da'wah how do i do this how do i do that this the thing with da'wah is if like if you want to be someone who wants to speak about the deen you got to learn about it first and obviously we're still learning right we're still people who are seeking knowledge yeah. because like allah says in the quran are those who know like those who do not know like if someone contains knowledge, they have they have something over another person. Like they're gonna, they know things that the other person doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And we're st- like, we do put the disclaimer in every single episode. We are still learning, so take away everything that we say lightly, and always have your own um, drive to do your own research. Essentially, it's like if you, no matter who you hear, some uh, like if you hear someone say something, you're gonna want to do your own research. You're gonna be like, okay, I need to. Where's I this, need, yeah, I need where's to, this in the Quran or the Sunnah? Yeah, like, let me, let me make sure I find hadith. it for myself because if I could see it for myself, then obviously you're going to believe it more. You know, a lot of people, they're seeing to believing. Like they, they want to see something before they believe it. So if you hear a hadith and then you go in and you find it online, it'll like, it, it'll ignite, uh, drive into you to seek more knowledge because you'll be like, oh snap, wait, what he said was true. Like what he said was right. So now like, and now, then it, it builds credibility upon that person and upon like the sources that they have and you know the knowledge that they have so then you can build off of that yeah i mean once you know where the source is i mean if anyone asks you a question you can direct them to the source or you can be like hey it's fine it's found here and then and one thing i say a lot is like you know we we give out uh we we talk about quran we talk about sunnah hadith you know that type of stuff but the thing is i tell people do not take knowledge from social media like a lot of us we're, we're people who we give reminders but we're not teaching you like this stuff, this is stuff you should know, but like we're we're spo- we're trying to ignite uh, a spark in you that that was just a remembrance. Yeah, yeah, like what is, the what is better speech than one who calls towards Allah or, or causes people to remember Allah? That's the, that was like our ultimate. When people look at us, we want them to remember Islam, remember Allah, remember the Prophet Ali Salatu Wasalam. Like have those, you know, those. That and a reminder is indeed yeah. good for the believers. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And like we're we're we human beings. Reminders. We forget. Like an inside insa. Like we you know we forget. <laughs> so. We as human beings, we, like, we benefit from the from the reminders, especially the Islamic reminders, right? Because the Prophet ﷺ, he even he made dua to, for, uh, to Allah to keep him on beneficial knowledge, right? Because, you know, we can go out and learn about things, but, you know, the knowledge might not be beneficial, right? And we want to stay away from this. And that that's like, this is part of what this episode is for. It's like, yeah, okay, we started this. But see, a lot of people, they throw terms like sheikh. Imam, mufti. scholar, mufti, they throw these terms around thinking that this person is a person of knowledge. Like everything they say is correct. We are human. We are all human. We're all subject to sin. We're all subject to make errors. We're all subject to make mistakes. None of us are infallible. None of us uh, say something that is like 100% the truth every single time. Like that that's that gift was given to the Prophet Ali Salatu Salam. He was known as a Sadiq Amin. Before, before he was even uh, given prophethood, he was known as the one who was truthful. Like they used to go to him for disputes. But here, you don't, you don't see that. 
all of us, we are, we are khata'un, we are wrongdoers, we are sinners, like we do, we do make mistakes. So it's like when you, when you throw these terms around, giving people who, who seem to have knowledge, giving them the title of like, oh, they're, they're, they're good enough to get fatwas, there's someone who you can look at to take all your knowledge from. Like there's a reason why there's differences of, of opinion some, in some places. Yeah, you don't follow what's convenient. At that point, you make you make a conclusion on yourself yes. based on the knowledge that Allah has given you. Like Allah gave you the ability to reason, so you have to take that and you have to like you have to go and, with it. And what's the basis of all knowledge? The first word revealed to the Prophet Iqra. Yeah, read. Iqra, like read in the name of your Lord who created. Like Subhanallah. And in when it comes to attaining knowledge, what, what other better is there than to read? Yeah, to you read, read from you read the books of your scholars. Read peer-reviewed journals. And alhamdulillah, we have plenty of we have plenty uh, of the, like, we have plenty of scholars, resources. We have plenty online. of lectures. We have you know authentic sources that you know we can go ahead and learn from. And another thing, right? Other than reading, what's another good source of learning is a mentor. You know, mm -hmm. having yes. someone who who's credible, having someone who is who is knowledgeable. And even before, like even before I was like doing this, you know, I used to seek knowledge in business, right? So in entrepreneurship, and one of the best advices that was given to me was you need to go learn from someone who is where you want to be at and was where you were, because this person, they can relate to you and they know exactly what to give to you. And, and you can, you know, you can basically follow in their footsteps because they were at your place in a certain point. Of time. You know, you know, I was just, like sitting around and I searched up this question on an internet, uh, like on YouTube. I searched, up, I searched up how to become a scholar, like how to become a scholar of Islam, like certified, qualified. Yeah. And the answer that someone gave, that the person gave me was like really interesting. He said, the best way to become a scholar is to learn from a trusted scholar directly, directly apprenticeship. He made this analogy. If you were to, if I were to be, claim myself to be a doctor, but all I did was read for 10 years, would you trust me having no experience, having not learned from anyone? No, I mean, Which, we exactly. as human beings, like, we learn a lot of the things that we it's know is from experience. experience. Like, yes. yeah, we might read on it, but, like, you know, we're not going to know how to apply it without the experience. Mm -hmm. Even, like, even the imams of the four madhabs, they had teachers as well. Like, yeah. they, people see them as, oh, like, these are the biggest scholars, right? But they had teachers as well. But hold on. Look at the original state of a human being. Allah taught Adam all the names. Mm -hmm. So Allah, you know, Allah, you know, taught him. And Adam had to sit there and he had to learn it. So, and it's the same thing with us. And then after Adam, you know, we, we, we resorted to reading, right? But the, the idea of a mentor is, is you know, the it's best keen, option in, in, my, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like, for when it came to us, we were sitting around, you know, we were all watching different things, reading different things. Like, there, the internet, the, um, like, the libraries, they have so many resources available. Like, especially online, now you could find documents uh, PDF files of books of scholars. Like you could find them online. You could find journals from Islamic universities, peer reviewed. And these things are free. And these, for you and these are and these are authentic because they're peer reviewed. They're checked. They're authenticated. Like, like subhanAllah. Like because the like knowledge, especially Islamic knowledge, is not supposed to be uh, limited, dealt like, with a price. It's not supposed to be something that you have to pay for. Like Allah gave you the ability to learn for free. So seeking that knowledge, it should also be free as well. That's why there's so many things that are available to you online. Like even nowadays, like the, the Quran apps, like they're free. You can go read the Quran for free. Like you go read the translation for free, read tafsir for free. You can get a Quran from anywhere. Bro, we're boring you? <laughs> no, I get a Quran from What's wrong with you, huh? Okay. Um, but go ahead. I mean, to go on to the topic of like, why, why exactly we started Dean Tour, you know? Okay, so why why did we start Dean Tour? So I could remember, like about a year a year back, maybe a little bit more than a year, we used to we were all doing different things Islamically, like 
um, I could tell for myself for right from where I am right now to where I was a year ago, I'm way more like knowledgeable. And then also I'm practicing a lot more things. Like I've adopted a lot more of the Sunnah, you know, alhamdulillah. And that's that's one of the things about, you know, uh, the gift of Iman. Like Allah gifted me this ability to pray and I took it. And I was like, you know what? I understand this is a gift and I'm going to take it. And I'm going to run with it. And every single chance that I get where my heart desires more, I'm going to turn more towards Allah. And then like my remembrance is going to turn tor uh, towards Allah even more. So then I'm going to even do even more good deeds. I'm going to strive to do even better than what I was doing before. And obviously maybe... Maybe I don't see the change every single day. Maybe I don't add like uh, a new good deed every single day. But over a period of time, you see like how many good deeds you can start stacking up, how many sunnah prayers you can start stacking up, uh, uh, dhikr, more du'as, like these types of things. So w when we were in that position, I was sitting here and I'd be watching videos. We'd sit down, we'd sit down in like the room or whatever, wherever we were at, and we'd be talking. And we just see that we're just talking about Islam. Like we're, we're, there's nothing going on. There's no cameras. There's no nothing. We're just every sitting. single conversation yeah. was literally about Islam. Like you couldn't, like you couldn't enter a conversation or enter a room with us and our friends and our, like our brothers, and it wouldn't be a conversation. And it was about a never-ending conversation. Like, like yes, we would have end to the stop conversation. And it'll be three a.m. We yeah, we'd end the conversation. Then the next day, we'd find ourselves right back where we were before, talking mm -hmm. about something you know completely new. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, the, the conversation never ended. Like I mean, the, even to this day, like we're still doing The conversations it. got so extensive, it bled into other, like other people. Like remember, we would just find people in the mosque and we'll just all sit in a circle. And they'd and we'll be interested talk. in and like what we're talking and about. And we would be interested in what they're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Like we have stories. We went to met a man, like Allah subhanAllah, he, extremely knowledgeable man. We met him, he came into the masjid and he just saw a whole bunch of shabab. Probably he never seen us before. Well, I, I certainly never saw him before. He asked for all our names. And then he asked for all our names and then he sat us down and he asked us, he asked us, how can you objectively prove to me God is real. No, like, he said, why are you Muslim? Or he, yeah, yeah. He asks us, why are we Muslims? I'm like, are you asking me that? I'm in a mosque. Like, why are you asking me that question? Like, I'm provoked. But no, <laughs> it was it was thought provoking. It was it made me ask, like, yeah, you have you have to really think about that. And it, like, it was a good. Then question. you understand even these simple questions. Like, you just can't. Like, answer. imagine when you're in the grave. Yeah. Imagine when in the grave. That's what I, that's what it really made me think about. And then he, he it continued forward. He asks us, how do we objectively prove God is real? Um, what are the way in which we know things? He asks us to define what a water bottle, is, water bottle is. But I still remember that conversation, like, word for word, bar for bar, vividly. Because, like, how thought-provoking it was. He stumped, he stumped me on many occasions. It was, well, like, subhanAllah, it was amazing. And the thing is, right, so, like, for me, I remember, like, one of the reasons why I wanted to go out and start seeking more knowledge was I was asked a question about Islam, and I couldn't completely defend it. And like, this really made me angry. Like I, I got a spark in this. I was like, no way. Someone just came and asked me a question Wait, about Islam. Do you remember what you were asked? Like, it was something about like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, man, it was some cafe. He was talking about some, uh, your prophet, your prophet, uh, peace be upon him. He didn't say peace be upon him, but your prophet, he, he married a whole bunch of children and he, you know, he had like sex slaves and all this. I was like, dude. Like, and then after that, dude, I remember I was watching lecture after lecture. I was watching debates. I was watching, I was reading the books. I was, I was, I wanted to read the Tafsir in the Quran when it was talking about like, you know, uh, like taking in like women, like from war, dude, I was like, I got to answer this guy's question. And like the next week I came back and I, I was able to answer this guy's question. Right. Cause I haven't seen him in such a long time. And like, he had no words for me. And then after that, dude, I just, I just started seeking more and more knowledge. And I really wanted to know why Islam is the truth. Like why, why Islam over any other faith? You know, why, why be a Muslim versus like, you know, when I could be an atheist or when I could be agnostic or why not be a Christian or a Jew or a Hindu, whatever it may be. And <clears throat> this spark right here, you know, 
just started to indulge in lectures, debates, you know, all these things. And it's very beneficial, alhamdulillah. And the reason why it brought me here to Deen Tour is I can literally spread Islam from my perspective in a way that makes sense, right? Especially to the youth, right? Because, you know, sometimes a lot of these scholars or people of knowledge, like people go to them, but like they can't relate to what they're saying. But to me, you know, more people would be able to relate to uh, what I'm saying from youth wise. That's actually a crazy point because that was like, that was part of the reason why I brought up like, okay, let's, let's talk about Islam like on a podcast or do something, do something because I was like, I was an ambitious, I'm an ambitious person. Like I always think of a goal and I'm like, okay, I'm going to achieve that by the will of Allah. But you know what I wanted before it wasn't, it wasn't for me. So then I was like, man, what's really beneficial in my life? Like I used to just sit down and just be like, man, what's really beneficial in my life? Like, what am I going to do in my, with my life? That's going to get me enough good deeds to earn Jannah through the Rahmah of Allah. Like, I used to think of that. And, you know, I, I, was, I was an athlete and I was like, man, me, me playing sports, that's not really helping me. What type of good deeds am I earning right now? Like, I'm sitting here, I'm playing these sports. You know, that's fun. You know, having fun is not haram. But it wasn't like I was using so much of my time doing that that I wasn't doing enough, like, uh, remembrance of Allah. Here, while I'm talking here, I'm remembering Allah constantly because I'm only talking about his religion. I'm only talking about his way. And you know, I'm I'm sending praises upon his prophet, like Aisha to some, like because we're talking about the Sunnah as well, right? And so it was it was just something where I was like, okay, you know what? There's there are some voices who are like trying to voice for the youth, uh, especially like podcasts or whatever, or like influencers out there or and whatever. They do good. And I was like, man, I don't want to be no, I don't want to be an influencer. I just want to be someone who's like, look at me. You know, I'm living in this in this Western world, I'm living around all this fitna, around all this sin. But look at me, I turn back to Allah, I turn back to Islam. Like, I don't need none of that. I don't need the parties. I don't need the smoking. I don't need the drinking. I don't need music. I don't need none of these poisons in my life. Like, I have my brothers. I have Islam. I have all I need. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is like, is all we need. Yeah, Allah gives you what you need. Now, he doesn't yeah. always give you what you want because he knows, you know, Allah knows that what you do not know. Perhaps you might hate something that's, that's, that's good for you and you might love something that's bad for you. And Allah knows that what you do not know. So, you know, it's a good point right there that you brought up. And... Uh, going back to the point of benefit, beneficial knowledge, right? You know, I ask Allah to guide me, right? You just pray, pray to the one, the one true God, the one who created you. Just ask for this, for them to guide you. And you know, there's no way that you won't come to Islam. I'm just saying that, you know, if, you, like, if you're, if you're sincere and you're genuine and you, and you make dua to Allah, you know, Allah, Allah will accept your dua. Allah will answer it. And anyways, so when it comes to, you know, what you can do, right? So for example, right, you know, we, a lot, a lot of the youth today, they listen to music. Man, you, do you know what you could be doing instead of listening to music, like, you know, on the car ride or in your headphones all day? If, if, you, would, if you were listening to the Quran all that time, you would have memorized it by now. Or if you would have been listening to lectures by now, you would have been an island by now. Like, you know, a lot of yeah. your time consumed is by, you know, pointless things that you can replace with beneficial knowledge. And it will make a big difference and a big impact on your life. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the good thing. advice. Right yeah. There. Like that's, that was me being an athlete. I used to train for like six hours a day, going to the gym, going to training on top of that, like going, doing my own type of training. Like there was, I was doing ses three sessions a day, just playing uh, for football because this is what I wanted to do with my life. But then when I turned, when I turned to like, okay, you know, I want to speak about Islam, you know, I want to be someone who can speak about the Dean. It challenged myself. I was like, man, now I have my own homework. Like this, but this is homework I, I put I put on myself. This is not homework that I got in school. This was something where like, okay, I need to learn this knowledge so that I could be able to talk about it. Because if someone asks me about something and I don't know it, then I can't speak about it because I'm gonna tell you like, man, I don't have an answer. But then uh, it was also like me challenging why why are other faiths not the truth for me? 
Like, why, why are they just simply not the truth? Like, because if I'm going to believe in Islam, I have to have no doubt in what this says. And uh, I have to have, like, I can't have, uh, I can't see any truth in any of these religions. Like, obviously, yeah, you say like, oh, yeah, the Bible has some word of God and the Torah has some word of God. But I had to say, I had to tell myself, these are truly no way that they can be the truth. Like, Islam is the only thing that could be the truth. The Quran is the only thing that could be the truth. Yeah. So I, I had to find out why that is. And I had to be able to sit here and be able to question, like, why do people believe in these types of things? So I had to use my brain. Like a logical person, I got to use I got to use what Allah gave me. I have to use the, these gifts that Allah gave me. And going back to that, uh, when you said, like, using your logic, look at the benefits Islam has brought for people. Like, if you truly apply Islam in every way of your life, there's no way you can lose. Like, there's Islam doesn't take from you in any way, shape, or form. Islam only adds benefit to your life. Like, the only thing that it takes away from is the, the harmfulness, the, the poisons. And do you think that well, that realization is what brought you closer to us now? Yeah, of course. Like this right here, like it, it was a big increase in my iman. Like just thinking about that, like Allah, like truly, like when all, when it says Allah doesn't benefit, and only you benefit whenever you follow Allah. Allah doesn't need your worship. Wait, um, I remember you once told us a story, like of how in your workplace, once you become started becoming more upon your religion, you started being revered and respected more just for your virtues. Like, yeah, exactly. Like just like me becoming a Muslim, like just applied like so many more benefits in my life. Like I'm more patient or that's for example that's one of the biggest like, one i was already patient before but like me practicing my dean before now is like a whole different level of patience or like i don't know it's like they see like this light in you that you know they just want to question like why you know why do you do this and islam is like strange to them so you know you want to answer their questions and then everything starts to click in their brain like if i'm, I'm talking about like the genuine person here i'm not mm -hmm. talking about the person who just wants to sit there and fabricate things and you and know put you on the spot or patronize you yeah so the genuine person will sit there and like th these things will start to click in their brain and then they're just like they, they just want to learn more and it's a good feeling when someone comes and asks you a question and then you can answer it thoroughly and you know it's a it's a and, satisfying and, a be and in a beneficial way yeah and it, yeah. and it satisfies them and, and they, it's not the answer that they were looking for, but it was the truth. Yeah. Because no. here's the thing. When I come to Islam, we're not looking for, you know, what, what, we're what, looking what for, we want. What we want. We're looking for desires. the truth. What, and it's like, you're not even supposed to, don't even follow your desires. Because your desire will take you away from the path of Allah. I remember I quoted that Quran verse. Dude, I remember I was watching, I was actually watching a video yesterday. It was a YouTube short. And this guy was like, you guys as Muslims, like, you guys are missing out so much. Like, you guys missed out on pork. Like, no, I didn't miss out on pork. I missed out on, so you're pretty much saying I missed out on disease and you know, filth and filth. Like you, you see, like, like why are you trying, to tell, us, why you trying to tell us we missed that? We of our own accord don't want to do it. So why are you telling yeah, me I missed that? We have the free will. Yeah, because they're like, oh yeah, you can't do this because you're no. I have the free will like, to disobey think, God at any given time that I want to. But I am I going to? No, because I'm a slave to God. You know, Everyone's you know, a slave you know to something. To, you know, you know what I would say to him? Like, dude, you missed out on doing you know, a dude. Like you missed out on. Praying to Allah, no, but like, like I you said, missed out on Qiyam, you missed out on Tahajjud, you missed out on Ramadan, you missed out on fasting, you missed out on Eid. Everyone is a slave to something, whether that be your desires, whether that be, you know, whatever, whatever thing that you follow. You know, I'm going to be a slave to God, right? Because that's the only thing that is deserving of worship, that is the only thing deserving of being a slave yeah, to. deserving of my submissions. We also look at it like when, okay, when I think about people who don't believe in God or who can't prove the existence of God, so like atheists and agnostics. And when they tell me like, oh yeah, you know, you 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 follow like some some man in the sky, I'm like, I'm like, listen, whether you believe in God or not, look at the way that God has changed my life. Look at me, the way me following Allah has changed my life, right? I'm someone who, because I follow Allah, I have patience now. When I go through a hardship, 
I'm sitting here and I'm turning to Allah. I'm praying to Allah because what in the Quran Allah says, indeed the help of Allah is near, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm 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 remembering these verses. I'm remembering the verse, indeed with hardship comes ease. So that brings me structure in my life. That mm -hmm. brings me an ability to handle my my situations in a way that you never could because you'll be sitting here wondering why it's happening to you when I know why. I know what what's happening to yeah, you. They I know what I go through. I know exactly what's going on because I have I have my Lord. Like I have my Lord who told me exactly what's gonna happen. Could you imagine the non-believer? They live with no purpose. All of their hardship is for nothing. It's for dunya. It's for nothing. Like, like they, they're gonna die. Could you imagine? I couldn't even imagine that. But I want to go back to a point you said. You said, um, uh, you said something about uh, non-believers, like um, like what they'll ask me. They'll look at my, the way I handle my problems. Or yeah, yeah. They look at the way you handle your problems. Remember, I want to. I remember. It just remember, like, reminded me of a story. Remember when we were all in the car. And us three, you know, this was like, we're all upon our religion at this time. And a man, he takes it upon himself to just flick us off yeah. for absolutely no reason. Could you imagine if we had not been Muslim? Like if we hadn't like had fear in Allah, could you imagine Dude, what we would have done to well, that person? Look, 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 listen, speaking about this point, yesterday, I remember some guy was trying me so hard. You know, I'm not going to give the details of the story or anything, but I... I literally said in my head, I said, Alhamdulillah, I'm fasting right now because, you know, if I wasn't or like if I wasn't like a God fearing person, because I also said this to another person that was like asking what was going on. I said, the amount of people I let just slide because I'm a God fearing person is immaculate. Like, it's, it's just crazy to think about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I see a lot of people who who will. <laughs> Who will insult Islam, especially nowadays on TikTok? You know, you have all these Christians who come out of Islam. You have uh, a lot of Muslims who try to debate Christians and all this. There's like the just this stigma. There's like there's bad this blood clash. between between yeah. all of us. And it's like I'm like I see you insulting my way of life, and while I could retaliate against you, like I also remember like I'm not the one who's going to be the judge of you. Like what I do to you here, it's not going to benefit me. It's not going to benefit you. You know what? What will benefit me is me me staying true to my uh, to my Lord, to my way of life, and inviting you, and you know, trying to invite you. And if, if that doesn't work, then I'm gonna leave you be. Then, yeah, then leave me alone. I'm gonna leave you. Like, but like, don't don't speak about my way of life. I won't speak about yours. At least not in a false way. Because or, a lot yeah. of people they make a, in they a prejudiced way and like, yeah. in a hateful way. Well, like like I said, the insincere person will come at you like. The only thing that they're worried about doing is debunking you. They're not. They're not there to listen. Finding, they're not there to truth. listen. They're just there to debunk you, debunk you, debunk you. And when they can't, they just jump. They jump. They jump. And well, I've watched so many like debates between people, and it's like the arrogance is is insane. Like, how are people seeing right through this? You said the but arrogance it, give you a headache, bro. The arrogance literally <laughs> gave me a headache. Like just the constant arguing. Like they're like, okay, let me speak. I'll let you speak, and then they don't let the person speak, and like it just goes on and on and on. And I'm like, dude. How could you like like how how can you guys live with this? And like indeed, like it just reminds you, like they are deaf, dumb, and blind. Like I'm I'm really sitting there thinking in my head, how can people just see right through this and not say anything or like not do anything about it? Well, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he warns you about these people. Like you just said, he they're deaf, dumb, and blind. He says that in Surah Al-Baqarah, right? There's also other instances where Allah says, no matter if you warn them or if you don't, they will never believe. Meaning, if I were if a prophet were to like these were, this is Allah talking about prophets, messengers that he sent. And they're going, they're going to their people telling you, like, believe, worship Allah. I like, I am a messenger of God. And, and they they're came like, they, don't, they, they, came yeah, they still signs. don't believe. So Allah tells you, if you were to tell them to like, if you were to tell them to believe or not, they won't believe. Meaning, no warning or not. Dude, so it doesn't matter. These are these are the insincere people, the ignorant people. They like, ask like they ask like very insincere questions, such as like, why doesn't Allah just make show show us His face plainly? Well, if you were to know like some of the attributes of God, you would know like that's just not possible here. Like if you were to understand, like oh, even the true so, in Surah Furqan, there's a there's a 
there's a conversation with like there's a conversation that appears where they said if we were to see them, the angels come down on yeah. us. Even if you were to see them, like it, it doesn't make no difference. Cause there's clear signs here. It's clear, like, dude, you see the sun rise up every, dude, every even, day. Dude, even look at uh, Jesus, peace be upon us, miracles. Like, he, he raised the dead. He healed the leper. He healed the blind. By the will he of did, Allah. By the will of, by the permission of Allah. And what did the people, the children of Israel say? This is nothing but clear magic. Like, you know, they're always going to come with some excuse. Yeah. And the, the crazy thing is, like, a true person with Iman, like, this, this is why these types of things, I this is why I was like, I was sitting there, and I used to see these types of things even before, and I'll be like, man, I need to seek knowledge because I need to understand why they're in a posi this position? Why am I? Why am I in this position? Why was I given the gift to be man? Why was I given the the gift to see the true light of Islam? To see the true light? Like, okay, Islam is clearly the truth to me, and why was I able to see like the signs of Allah and these people weren't? So then I had to seek the knowledge. Like, why do they ask these insincere questions? It's because Allah placed a seal on their heart, and He will tell you that in the Quran. You read the Quran, you'll find that out. And also, I was sitting there, I was like, okay, no, but see, they've seen, they've seen the seal, like, like the seal of the heart. You know, it's it's because they've seen the evidences, like yeah, exactly. in the Ladina like you said. But kafir, kafir doesn't mean like, disbeliever. It means someone who knows a lot, but it is a disbeliever. It. What I'm saying, also disbeliever, but also someone who like knows. Like, there's a difference it. between regular Joe Schmo on the street and versus someone who knows the truth while they conceal the truth. Mm -hmm. That 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 is like that is a kafir right there, like a person who knows Islam is the truth and they still disbelieve in it. That is a true, like that is a yes. true kafir. Those right there. people have a seal on their hearts and. Won't be lifted unless you turn back to Allah. Like that, to it's Allah. on you. Well, here, here's the thing, right? I hear this argument a lot. They say Allah, Allah calls Himself the Great Deceiver in the Quran. No, 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 no. What, like, what is the context of this? The context of this is meaning the people they dilute themselves so hard, so Allah increases them in their wrongdoing. Allah allows them to keep on doing whatever they, whatever they're doing right there, and Allah doesn't guide them back because these people are like Allah knows. You know, like we said, whether you show them all the signs in the heavens and the earth, they still won't believe. These are the type of people Allah will, will allow them to increase in their own wrongdoing. And in that, that's how they become even more deluded in whatever they're doing. You know, there are people who will like, they will wish to see like the unseen, like, oh, I wish I could see jinn, angels. I wish I could see Allah. Like, obviously, that's the ultimate gift of paradise, seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? But a true person of Iman, a true person who believes in Allah wholeheartedly, like with Ihsan, they will say whether Allah shows me the unseen or not, my faith will stay the same. Meaning, if I were to see the angels, if I were to see the skies, if I were to see Isa, sit, Isa salam, sitting in the heavens right now, it wouldn't change my faith. It wouldn't change uh, like me as a Muslim. It wouldn't ignite my faith more. It wouldn't it, it, uh, well, it, make me be less of a Muslim. Here's the thing, right? It's also a lot about a lot of it is about perspective, right? So, for example, the fact that I'm sitting here, I have a soul. I'm a living, breathing person. Is enough for me to believe that that you know Allah exists, but to the other person, you know that is not enough. And you you just see the difference right there. Like a person with iman will look at anything, they'll just be like, Subhanallah, like this just proves the the existence of God. If I look at nature and I see like the way nature, you know, the way things are in nature, like this itself, this yes. per, this show this is proof of God for me. But you know, to the other person, like you know, it doesn't matter. They see all these things every day. It's just oh, we live, we die, and you know that's it. You know, all this is in vain. Like how could you? Like even in the Quran, Surah Insan, um, Do you not remember when Insan, when man was never even a thing to think of? Like you, like imagine, think about you before your room, your, before you were born. Think about it. You can't. Yeah. You can't. I mean, you like, are, you, you want to think, think, think about the life in the womb of your mother. You when, you're in the, when you're in the womb of the mother, like just 
Could you remember like what you was going on there? You don't even like, remember when you were a thought. Imagine we're sitting here telling you that, you know, you have an afterlife. There's a life to come after this. Imagine if I was to sit there and go to the baby in the womb of the mother and be like, hey, you're going to be in a world. You're going to have clothes. You're going to go to school. You're going to, you know, you're going to be driving a car. Like it just looks, it's not going to make any sense. Yeah, exactly. And the same thing here. Like, you know, we're sitting here telling you, you after you die, you're going to have a life in the grave. And then after that life, there's going to be a day judgment. Like, you know, and you just sit here and you just want to disbelieve in it. Like that in itself is a sign. The, the fact that before this life, you were in another life. You were in the womb of your mother. And you can't, objectively, you can't deny that. And if you do, you're just arrogant. <laughs> it's also like, why would you want to believe that death is the end? Why would you, like, these, yeah, these, I would be these so are the types of things that you look at and you're just like, like, Islam tells you, like, it's some t- like the Quran tells you, like, yeah, you're gonna die, you're gonna be tested, and that's what, be, that's the uh, only thing you're guaranteed. Yeah, your death, your death and is guaranteed, judgment. and the judgment. hereafter, the hereafter is gonna come with it. Mm-hmm. Like, this life is only part one. It's not even the real life. The real life, they say, the real life is after, and like this is this is why these were things that like you had to seek. We had to seek knowledge about. We had to uh, we got intrigued about, and that's a gift from Allah. Like Allah gives the gift of iman to whom He wills. Allah guides whom He wills. Right. So it's not like I just picked up, uh, picked up like my phone or went on the internet or whatever, opened my Quran just one day and was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this. It, it was a, it was a change over time. It, it happened. I was like, man, you know, I want to do more. Like I want to do my part because Allah put me on this earth. That's all. Allah didn't even have to do that. Allah didn't have to create none of us. And like you know, with with all the wrongdoing that anybody does in their life, Allah Subhanahu, if Allah Subhanahu wa Taala didn't want us, uh. To turn back from our sin, if he didn't want us to be up like a, a species that you know f- repents for our sins, he could have. He could have. He could have created. He would have wiped us all out and brought a new. Yeah, like replaced us. Replaced with a new. That was that was something that I heard in in the khud the khud that we just went like we just had on Friday. I was sitting there. I was like, man, he's so right. Like you know, we all strive to be perfect, but the thing is, we're not. We weren't like here on this earth. We're created weak. We're weak. We're not meant to not sin. Like we are going to sin. And that's that's the beauty of it. The beauty of it is being able to turn back to Allah. Jannah is full of sinners who repented. <laughs> yeah, like you <laughs> you sin and you turn back to Allah. That's the beauty of it because that keeps you in a constant state of ibadah. Yeah. It keeps you in a constant state of turning back to Allah, showing Allah you need him because he doesn't need you. You're like, even, Allah, you don't need me, but even, I need you. Like I need your forgiveness. I need your mercy. Even but, in like Surah Nisa, it's like, like those who make repentance قريب, like um like near like they like they immediately they do a sin and then immediately they remember Allah and they're like Astaghfirullah I did this like yeah. and they repent and this tells you like what about people who don't do it قريب? like it just shows you how if you accumulate sins over time over time over time over time over time and these and are the then, same you know, you're trying to argue become, about you with morals yeah your heart's bec- your heart will become black and then you'll be taken out of the full of like or Allahu alam what will happen subhanallah you lose you lose sight of like what's right and wrong like objectively you'll lose sight of what's right and wrong and that's where you turn to your opinions that's where you turn to your desires like oh yeah this is what i feel is right not this is not what objectively like, this is yeah. why this is not what society deems is right or this is not what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deems as right. This is what I deem as right. So then everybody has to go off of your opinion. Or if there's a group of you who feel that way, then everybody has to go off of your uh, off of your opinion. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is wrong if they don't. Mm-hmm. Everybody's seen as like the, the bad guy if we if we don't do that. And that's what we're seeing today. That's what we're seeing with these groups, with these little like uh, the, like the LGBTQ. Like if you don't go off what they say, if you don't agree with them, if you don't support them, then you're wrong. Even though other people have different values, every uh, people have different views, different religious uh, core values. Like here's the thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If being, you know, if LGBTQ, right, 
is something that is normal or that is right, why do you have to force the belief onto people? Just like, just, just, you know, it's just these simple questions, right? And then they'll sit, they'll sit down and then these same people, they'll turn around and they'll say, okay, Islam forces your religion on the people. No, we don't force our religion on anybody. Right. So, you know, and I can go all day on like, you know, why, why we don't and why we can't, but I'm just going to give you the simple basis of this. The first human being, Adam, was created to worship God. Okay. He worshiped God alone. And from then on, how many generations until people actually decided to commit shit? Many generations. So it it is in our natural state to believe in God, to have some, you know, objective morality. Like how do we know some things are right and wrong? Like, for example, right. I don't have to be religious to know murder is wrong. Right. But you know, once you get out of that fold, then you can see it as something that is, that is right. When you have a subjective morality, then you, anywhere in the future, murder can become right. Well, when you're because your morality is subject to him, you couldn't even you couldn't even, even as predict a child, you, you know, inflicting pain is wrong because if pain is inflicted on you, you'll be like, Oh, I never want this to be done to me. So then you'll not want to do it's it something to other objective. People. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, but you brought up something about atheists. Like, do they just live and then just die? Whoa, I would be so depressed. Like, that was one of my main factors. Like, even when I was like 12 years old, I realized this. I was like, yo. Am I just gonna die and it's just gonna be black for the rest? I'm just like, it's just gonna be black for the rest of my life. Like, I thought I was just gonna see black. And then, bro, there's these verses from like Surah Qiyamah, bro. It's like, it says, When the soul reaches the collarbone, like, truly, when the soul reaches the collarbone and it says, Can anyone save him now? Who, who can save him now? Like, subhanAllah, I remember reading that. I was like, Yo, bro. Like, what happened? Like, imagine a man, like, imagine your moments and you're truly dying. Like, you know, like, this is the end. Like whether you're in a hospital bed, you just got into a car accident, you just got shot. Like you know, this is the end, and you're just looking up. You're like, see the angel. This is the the end. Like, could you could you imagine when the angel does come? He's come to take your soul. Either he's gonna rip it out of you. He's gonna rip it out of you forcefully. He's gonna break every. He's gonna rip every vein in your body. Or or he's gonna come out smoothly. You're like return to Allah Subhanallah. But like, bro, could you imagine? Like that 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 scared me so much. Truly, when the soul reached, like, cause I know every single human will experience this. Sanely, it's undeniable. Like, it's undeniable. We all, it's the we're truth. all and gonna die. Objectively, you can't bring me anyone who's not gonna die. And then, like, you're gonna know. You're gonna every single person that are conscious, they'll know. Like, yo, this is the end. Like, like, imagine the panic someone would feel who did not believed in a law, like, who rejected like, this, who did, who delayed the the thought of death, who delayed like preparing for their death. Sometimes. Even like, even like, we see like these people who who claim to be atheists, like. You put them on like a, a ship in the middle of the ocean, like there's a storm and the, the, the boat starts shaking back and forth. Like they're going to, they're going to call like, oh God, like save us. Like, you know, it's just in our natural state to, to, you know, to, to think like this, to say this. I mean, those, those are for the people who try to mock the verses of Allah and trying to say like, oh, he says, my Lord, send me back. I've seen a lot of that. A lot of people mocking those verses or saying no stuff. It's not the hearts that's blind or it's not the eyes that are blind, but the hearts. Like they try to mock these things saying like, oh yeah, you just believe in this. Like, yeah, bro, I do believe in it. And there's nothing you could do about it. No, because, but that's the and then they want to say, we'll see on the day of judgment. I'm like, okay, I mean, or they'll see when we die. Okay, that's fine, bro. Like, okay, no, I'm not gonna argue with these types of people. Put put it into perspective. We'll see when we die. Okay, fine, fair enough. But here's the thing. Who who really lost in the end? If if let's say if I if what I was saying was true and you didn't believe, you lost. If what you said was true, I didn't lose a thing. Yeah, well, I, I, lived, I, lived, I lived a good life here. Like, like I, I stayed, I'm grateful. I stayed away. I stayed away from disease. I stayed away from hypocrisy. I stayed away from, from lying, lying man, like, talking bad how, about people. How, are you people gonna, like, how, how did I lose at the end of the day? And here's the thing. Let's let's put it into like, a, like a worldly perspective. A, a worldly perspective. Let's say I tell you, all right, we're gonna go check out an abandoned house, but you know there's. Uh, 
radioactive material there. And I tell you, here, take this hazmat suit with you. And let's say we, we go over there and we, and there wasn't, you know, any radioactive, you know, material. material. Wouldn't you be grateful that you at least brought it on just in case? SubhanAllah. Like you see, like, and it's the same or, thing with it, that. It's like, would you rather deal with the radioactive material or would you rather deal with that, the hassle of the hazmat suit? And the hassle of the hazmat suit is not even that bad because you have the comfort of knowing yeah, that, that you're safe. That you're, that safe. you're safe. Just in case. Just in case. And this is logical. It's like, what? We miss out on eating pork versus inter like eternal health. Like, dude. Like, are you serious right now? Who would, who would want that? Like, like, who would want, like, like, and here's the thing. You have to be You ask any, any elderly person today, you know, how was it in your youth days? You know, it was just like yesterday. Just like yesterday. And Allah says in the Quran, they'll ask these people, like, how long were you on earth for? Just like a yom, day or two. Or, or like half of a day. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's crazy to think about. Like, these are signs right in front of you. Like, this life really is short and And it really temporary. shows you how well the Quran knows human beings. Yeah. Like every, <laughs> time of human, every time of human beings. Like... Dude, there's so many related conversations, like related conversations in the Quran about the people on Day of Judgment. Like it's it's crazy. Like it, this is exactly what a human would say. Like I'm you reading it. This is exactly what a human like like in Surah Hadith when it says like on the day the hypocrites will say to the people like were we not with you? Or the his, hypocrites like the people who thought they were Muslim, like were we not with you? They're like nah. Oh wait. Just imagine. Me. Just imagine like some like rich person that gets locked up and they think their their money can like. Avail them. avail them and like they'll say like oh you know my, my money has not availed me like <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> took away my authority yeah, it took away subhanallah and this is was, is this not what a human would say like this is like that might be subjective like okay that might be subjectively like me speaking but I mean, I, I don't know about subjectively. I mean, how? Like, I mean, like, like he just said, if a rich, if a rich person goes to like jail, example, they'll try to bribe their way out. They'll try to bribe their way out, right? And like, let's say, right, you as a family member, you come and you ask me, yo, why haven't you, why haven't you got out? Like, listen, I mean, I tried, you know, my wealth has not availed me, man. Like, I don't know, like, my richness has not, I couldn't buy my way out this time. Like, yeah. But um, here's, here's the last point. The thing, the thing with us doing what we do, we, we said it from the beginning, we have to do it for the sake of Allah. Because like the structure that Islam brings to our life, we want it to be like we want people to be able to see it, not as an example, because we we follow our, our example, the Prophet Ali Sallallahu and that's what everybody should be following. But we're sitting here like, okay, we are we're, we're youthful, we're living in a place that's ha that's surrounded by a lot of fitna, but we want to pre uh, preach Islam, we want to uh, practice Islam the best way that we can, the best the way that the Prophet did, right? And we want to go in accordance with the Quran and Sunnah. And with that, you know, Islam brings us structure in our life. And doing this brings us even more structure because it forces us to stay on top of our, our knowledge, like always seeking knowledge, staying on top of our deen, staying on top of like the things that we, uh, we preach. Like we have to practice what we preach. And everything that we're saying on here, we have to be doing it as well. Just as, what, uh, as much as we're telling other people that like, oh yeah, we don't listen to music. Uh, we, don't, we don't do this. We don't do that. Like these types of things. We have to be practicing the same thing. And we have to practice a halal lifestyle. And, you know, I, that's one of the upsides of it, but it always, always, always has to go back to the, uh, the sake of Allah, Fisabilillah. Like, this is all for uh, Fisabilillah. Like, we, we, don't want, we don't want no fame from this. We don't want, like, we don't want to be no influencer. We just want to be known as brothers who are Muslim, who practice the way of Islam. That's all we want to be known for. Like, because on the day of judgment, that's what will, will avail us. Not, not us saying, like, oh, yeah, we became famous because we talked about Islam. Like, that has nothing to do with it. But... Uh, I don't know if you guys have anything to say. Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? <clears throat> Actually, no, that's it's okay. What? Well, <laughs> I, I have I have some words. Sorry. Just pray your five daily prayers. Pray your fat. I mean, fast stay steadfast your, on your deed. Stay <laughs> steadfast on your deed. Make your du'as. Remember Allah that will always will count you for your deeds. Take a hisab. 
make accounting for yourself, have some shukr, thank yeah. Allah for everything, make istighfar. Like these are just, I just want to leave you guys with this because you know, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alhamdulillah Rabbil Okay, and just to remind you guys, make sure you guys like and share this video, share it with your friends and family. You don't know whose life you can change by sharing this video. Like just imagine you decided to share this video and this person, you know, starts practicing their deen more or a, new, a person becomes Muslim now. Like you never know what you could do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just to remind you guys, we're still students of knowledge. You know, we're not scholars. And uh, with that being said, Salam alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Just like final thing. Don't be afraid to ask yourself some questions, man. That the only way you're going to find knowledge is if you ask questions or find questions that you need the answer to. But, yeah, with that being said, Salam alaikum warahmatullahi That was a really good point. Salam alaikum warahmatullahi